So what if you're moving from one country to another in order to buy a business? Hey there, everyone. It's uh, David Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, YouTube channel, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play podcast, where I talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized enterprises. Over the past week, I've had a few email interactions with a gentleman who's preparing to move from one country to another, and he wanted to get my feedback as to things that he should be thinking about when it comes to moving from one country to another. Now, I've made videos about this before, but it's such a great topic and I know it affects a lot of people in my audience that I wanted to take the time to, to kind of list things out and maybe address it again in this new video. So, number one rule, of course, is that when you're moving from one country to another, you're gonna to have to deal with a couple of big changes cultural changes in simply the way that people interact with each other or maybe the language that people speak. But there's a commercial culture that is different from one country to the next as well. And oftentimes people will get hung up on these commercial cultural differences when they move to a new place and it'll catch them off guard. <clears throat> now, I live here in Canada and we are the destination for a lot of people from a lot of different countries who will take advantage of immigrant investor programs of different kinds to move here and they'll buy a business along the way. And I've had the opportunity to deal with a lot of newcomers here where I live and I can see some of the things that they've done that have caused them to have uh, you know, some disappointments and some things that people have done to give them an advantage. And those thoughts and ideas are what have gone into this list. So visit as frequently as you can before you make your trip Number two, if you're able under the government program that you're using to immigrate, don't buy a business right away. Instead, get a job. So I've had a lot of experience with people moving to Canada and they'll buy a business right away only to later then fully understand what they've gotten themselves into and realize that they made a mistake, either in the way that they've run the business or maybe the, the, the way that they made a deal or how they financed it, etc. Whereas people that move here and then take a job, they're able to accomplish a couple things in that position before they make the investment to buy the business. So number one, they can buy themselves time because even if they're working you know, a simpler service level job or what have you, they're earning some kind of income, which means they're not depleting their savings. So they're preserving their capital. Number two, they're getting a chance to learn the commercial culture of the area. They're seeing how people go shopping, how they make decisions, how they buy things. And number three, they're working on a language barrier if they're coming from a country that speaks a different language. They're getting an opportunity to actually talk to people, get better skilled at the language, and make some friends, which are always helpful. And we're going to talk a lot about friends here. So um, number three is join organizations. And sometimes you can do this before you depart for your destination country. In fact, one of the things that I recommended to the gentleman I was speaking to via email was that he look at organizations like the Rotary Club or Kiwanis because he can join that in his home country and then leverage that membership and make connections with people in his destination country that happen to be in the same club. It can be a, a reason to start a conversation with someone. So, and this extends to other types of organizations as well. Um, if you're not going to join a fraternal organization, like a, a club, for example, look for another reason to join some kind of organization or club in your destination country. So this could be some kind of business club. It could be a chamber of commerce. 
It could be some sort of faith organization, like a mosque or a synagogue or a church. And oftentimes you can make a decision as to what faith organization you want to join based on other attached organizations or clubs that might be a part of that body. So, for example, there's a Wesleyan church near me that actually has a business club for members of the church that happen to be business owners, right? So um, when you reach out and meet these people, you can then become connected to them on LinkedIn and help to actually build your network in the destination country from your host country before you even go, make connections. I've actually been on the receiving end of this before from people who have found me online from different parts of the world because they were intending to move to my home city and they were building connections with people here in town trying to build up that social network in the business community before they made the move. Um, number four is to try to find expat communities. So there are definitely other people from many different countries in the world who have already made the move to Canada, for example. And so if you're moving from India to Canada, look for organizations or cultural associations in Canada for Indians because you can actually use that as a platform of making connections and friends in your destination country. And again, you make connections with these people on LinkedIn, even talk with them on Skype or over the phone, start to get an understanding of the community that you're going into and leverage these connections to find advisors and people that you're gonna need in order to do the business deal, such as accountants, lawyers, etc. My My number five, and this is, this is a big one, if you can pull it off, is to get what I'll call transnational or transplant experts. So if you're moving from one country to another, maybe someone in your host country actually comes from your country, your home country, and they are an advisor, such as an accountant or a lawyer. This can be a huge advantage because number one, you won't be facing a language barrier if your advisor can speak to you in your native language. And number two, they can often help explain things to you by referencing the similarities or differences between what you're experiencing in your new country versus the country that you come from. It can help make it easier to understand what's going on. I recently had an exchange uh, with a gentleman from India, for example, who had put an offer on a business and he had put down a deposit and there was a, a 10 day window for him to obtain financing in order to execute the agreement and he wasn't able to get the financing arranged and he was worried that he was gonna lose his deposit. And I explained, no, typically that's not what's gonna happen. If you can't get the financing letter, you're gonna get your deposit back. He didn't understand that. But if he had had um, you know, an Indian person advising him here in Canada who was able to talk to him in Hindi, he would have been more readily able to understand the contract and agreement that he was signing. It would have made it easier for him to do business and feel confident about what he was doing if he had that kind of advisor. Now, this last bit of advice is something that I say to anyone who's gonna move from one country to another, and it's counterintuitive for some people. Again, cultural biases. And cultural biases are everywhere. Um, Another common cultural bias that I, I feel I should mention is that uh, you know I've had a lot of people move here from Asian countries where they, they come from big, dense cities. And if you're in a city with many millions of people in a small area, you know like Hong Kong or Singapore or one of these places, uh, if you open a street level shop, thousands of people walk past your shop every day. 
And so a street level, main street kind of location seems to a person from that business culture to be a wise place to put a business. But I can tell you here where I live, you know, Main Street is a is a very tricky place to have a successful business because most of the traffic is not on foot. It's people driving around in their car. And so it's often easier to do business from a strip mall beside a major boulevard than it is to do business from a Main Street retail location because a lot of people who are going to be moving around the city are driving. And I've actually had Asians say to me here in my hometown, you know, where are the people? I, I walk up and down the main street all the time and, and I don't understand where everyone is. And I simply point out to them that the people are all in cars, they're driving around. And so that's an example of a, a commercial cultural difference between one place and another. So before I digress anymore, the number one thing you cannot let yourself be caught up in if you move to a new country is buying a house. I've seen it happen too many times where someone will move here and the first thing they do is buy a house and then six months later realize the perfect business for them is 100 kilometers away. Because in a, in, you know, a country like Canada or Australia or the United States, we have a lot of space. And so it's very likely you could move to one place start looking for a business and find that the perfect business for you is several hours drive away. Well, if you've already bought a house, now you have to deal with selling the house. And it might mean that you make some money or it might mean that you just end up paying a bunch of fees like real estate fees and you know fees to break your mortgage contract and all that kind of stuff. And it could end up being a waste of money. So the other thing too is that when you have no job, the bank often wants you to make a huge down payment which reduces the amount of capital that you have access to that you can use to buy a business. So I always tell people, rent a place, rent a house or rent an apartment, figure out what you're doing, where you're gonna live, what business you're gonna buy, because if you discover that the perfect business for you is in another community, well, after you buy the business, it's gonna be easier to buy a house because then you're gonna have a stream of income. And remember, if you're gonna buy a business anywhere in the world, you should really be starting out over at businessbuyeradvantage.com where my online course, which is now about 12 hours of video content, including buying a business in a recession and buying a business in the reality of the COVID pandemic, all these new modules have been added recently. So check it out over at businessbuyeradvantage.com. And with that, I'll say thanks and good luck with your move. We'll talk to you next time.